When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, this is the Pike Pass Sooner Post Game Show. Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Also brought to you in part by Coca-Cola. New season, new Coke Zero Sugar. Now, the Pike Pass Sooner Post Game Show. Williams, back to pass, flush to the right. Looking to throw, still looking, does now across the field. One-handed catch! Jaden Hazelwood, a one-handed snare out of the 35 for a first down. Wow! Snap, Williams back to pass, four-man rush, has time. Looking, throws across the middle, Stoops has it at the 30, 35, spins out, he's to the 40. First big play of the game goes to Drake Stoops, a gain of 32. Snap. Williams, straight drop, looking left, looking at Hazelwood, looks back middle, backing up, now steps up. Williams escapes, rolls right, throws late for the end zone. Williams caught it! Touchdown! Mario! It is over in Norman. Oklahoma rolls today, 52-21. The final over Texas Tech. And the Sooner postgame show is presented by Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel. Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas Hey, Sooners, don't get past, get Pike past. Teddy, it was a week of indigestion 
in Sooner Nation over the way they played up in Lawrence. Got to feel better today. This was a good performance. I don't think there's any doubt. Uh, defensively, really solid uh, pretty much the entire game. I think Turner Yell, you see what a difference he brings on the back end with some of those physical plays, uh, not just in the running game, but in some of the short passing plays that have been giving us a, a hard time that have turned into missed tackles and big positive yards for the offense. He was great there. We were really good against the run. Jalen Redman on the interior really solidified that. Uh, defense looked right back where they were whenever Turner Yell kind of exited there with, with those injuries. And offensively, I thought it was great. Not what I expected. I didn't think we were just going to come out and throw the football all over the yard. I thought Lincoln Riley would try and establish that run. Texas Tech has, has given up some, some big games on the ground, but uh, he goes through the air, and it doesn't disappoint. Caleb Williams has a really nice, efficient day. Uh, turned him into some, uh, some big plays out there, explosive plays. All in all, pretty much what you wanted from the Sooners. Sooner fans, be sure to catch Sooner Football 2021 with Lincoln Riley, presented by Integris Heart Hospital. Log on to Soonersports.com for airtimes on Sooner Sports TV. Coming up, we'll recap the scoring. We've got stats. We've got Lincoln Riley's postgame interview and much, much more. Oklahoma wins 52-21 today in Norman. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. From their own 33, Williams has it. Going to throw this time. Looking out to his right. Zips one out, down to Mims. Caught, and he breaks free. 40, down the sidelines. It's a race to the 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! Marvelous! 16-yard gain to the 25. Rolling right. He's going to throw again. Looking deep. Takes a shot. Stoops! He made another catch. In traffic, out to the 39. Marvin Mims, 67-yard touchdown pass, late first quarter. Your OG&E power play of the game today. OG&E, we energize life. Welcome back to the Pike Pass postgame show. Pike Pass is the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel. Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Hey, Sooners, don't get passed. Get Pike Pass. 52-21, it was all crimson and cream today over Texas Tech. Ten straight wins now for the Sooners over the Red Raiders, 17 straight overall. They move to 9-0. and And, Teddy, they go into the bye week now. Uh, I got to think feeling pretty good about themselves. I mean, this this had to be a salve of a victory today for a team that uh, was winning games but doing it in somewhat of an ugly fashion. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, offensively, you, you really meshed well. Um, Caleb Williams is starting to look more comfortable back there. He, he's making some of those plays, keeping his eyes downfield a little bit better. Ball's coming out a little bit quicker in some situations. But I think the biggest thing is defensively, uh, we looked way better. And this is a pretty good Texas Tech offense. And I know Columbia went out pretty early, but uh, to be able to dig in, be good against the run, uh, not give up too many big plays, uh, the couple of touchdowns that they did give up were – one, one of us on a fourth down, just kind of a desperation throw where a guy made a great catch. Uh, the other one, you had a guy in, in good position and had a catch over the top and then obviously a late touchdown. But um, defensively, I, I thought it was a vast improvement over last week and really previous weeks. Sooners roll to a 31-point win on Owen Field today. We'll tell you how the runs came home when we come back. This is Sooner Football from Learfield.
split backs in the backfield, Gray and Hall. Stockner is at a weak position behind the guard. Snap to Williams, back to pass. Looks right, gonna take a deep shot near sideline. Mario, laser beam pass, caught at the 10, and out of bounds. Shotgun snap to Williams. He's looking left. He's under pressure immediately, now steps up. Still behind the line, he'll throw late. It is caught! Willis, back of the end zone, Braden Willis, touchdown! Sooner fans, be sure to catch Coach's Corner, presented by Riverwind Casino, Thursday nights, 7 p.m. on the Sooner Sports Radio Network, Sooner Sports TV. Chris and Gabe do a great job on that show with the OU assistant coaches. One of the best things we do. Watch it Thursdays on Sooner Sports TV or listen on Sooner Sports Radio. 52-21, OU beats Tech today to move to 9-0. We await the postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley. While we do, let's run down the scoring today. This game started with three consecutive punts. Two by Tech, one by OU. Then the Sooners got the scoring started midway through the first quarter. 22-yard pass, Caleb Williams to Mario Williams. Teddy, you called it maybe his most impressive play to date. I thought it was great. Uh, saw him move around in the pocket, avoid multiple guys, dip back outside and throw just a strike in the back right corner of the end zone, uh, keeping his eyes downfield the entire time. That showed, in my opinion, all of his assets all wrapped up into one play. Tech answered right back to tie it up on a touchdown drive of their own, capped off by a 17-yard pass from Henry Columbi to Eric Ezukama. 7-7. OU, next possession, down the field, lickety-split, three plays, 67-yard pass. Caleb Williams, Marvin Mims broke away and took it to the house. 14-7 OU after one. They would force a punt, got the ball back, early second quarter now. Williams to Willis, Braden Willis's first touchdown of the season, an eight-yarder, 21-7 OU. Sooners then got a pick off a deflected pass. Pat Fields reeled it in. Two plays later, 12-yard pass, Caleb Williams to Drake Stoops. Unbelievable spinning catch of the end zone. 12 yards, 28-7 OU. Jerk route, Toby. Jerk route. He made us all look like jerks. <laughs> Texas Tech had the time run out on him. At the end of the first half, they had a first and goal at the 7. Got a penalty to move him to the 12. A completed pass that lost 3 yards. A running play that lost 4 yards. Then they had a completed pass down to the seven, but couldn't get the kicking team onto the field in time. Had no timeouts. It was a debacle, and OU led it 28-7 at the break. Second half, the scoring onslaught continued. Opening drive. Sooners marched the field. 53-yard field goal by Gabe Burkich. His fifth 50-plus-yard field goal of the year. Tenth of his career. It was 31-7. Another pick. This time, Justin Broyles. On a fourth down, and on one play, OU strikes again like lightning. 43 yards, Williams to Mims down the middle. 38-7 Sooners, and the route was on. Tech would score, though, on a 17-yard pass from backup quarterback Donovan Smith to J.J. Sparkman. That was a fourth down pass. It was 38-14 OU headed to the fourth. Opening drive, fourth quarter, nine-yard pass. Caleb Williams to Austin Stogner. Made it 45-14. Isaiah Thomas, incredible individual effort. A block shot fumble recovery of Donovan Smith. What a play that was to get the ball back for OU. It was great. Beats a guy, gets to the quarterback, uh, has the wherewithal to find the football there as the quarterback's getting ready to, to throw, paw it out, force the fumble, jump on top of it. 
It's a lot of production right there in one play. Excellent job. Third takeaway of the day for the OU defense. Spencer Rattler entered the game at that point through a bomb. Brian Darby, his first career touchdown, 42 yards. Great catch, 52-14. Boy, the Sooner receivers made some plays today. Tech would wrap up the scoring as Xavier White, one-yard touchdown run. Final score, Oklahoma 52-21. The Sooners improved to 9-0 on the year, 6-0 in Big 12 play. Texas Tech falls to 5-4, 2-4 in conference action. We'll take a break. Postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley coming up here on the Pike Pass postgame show. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Welcome back to the Pike Pass postgame show. Hey, Sooners, don't get past, get Pike Pass. No one gets you closer to Big 12 football than Sirius XM. Download the Sirius XM app and tune into Sirius XM Big 12 Radio for news, talk, analysis throughout the college football season. Try it out today and take your favorite Big 12 team with you on your phone, online, and at home. No car is required. We're still waiting for the postgame chat with uh, Lincoln Riley, so let's start to take a look at our final stats, our Taco Mayo final stats. Teddy, jump in whenever you want. These are interesting today. Oklahoma ran the ball 20 times. For only 72 yards, they had uh, 469 yards passing for a total of 55 plays. Only 55 plays. That's not yeah. a big number. 541 yards. That is a big number. <laughs> for 55 <laughs> plays to go for 541, that's pretty impressive. And we'll pause right there because we do now have Lincoln Riley. Our postgame interview with the head coach is brought to you by the Noun Hotel. All right, Toby, we're down here in the locker room with Lincoln Riley. Coach, congratulations. Just your initial thoughts after the dominating performance today for this team. Yeah, a complete win. I mean, just all the way around. Had a great week of practice. Guys carried over the game field. I, I felt like our, you know, our team just really kind of hunkered down and just uh, didn't listen to all the mess on the outside and just got better this week, showed it, played well, played a lot of energy, emotion, uh, played good quality football. Offensively, the, the run game is always such a big part of what you do, especially when it comes to your game planning. At, at what point early in the game did you say, hey, we got him in the past game and we're just going to exploit him because you, you really just went away from the run. And I'm assuming that's because you saw a big advantage between y'all's wide receivers and their DBs. Yeah, yeah, just kind of, you know, we started, we hit a couple of big plays. Guys were making some plays after the catch. Um, and just, yeah, just kind of how it played out early. You know, once again, it was such a, you know, it was a low snap game and so, uh, we, we, again, we were just hitting so many big plays in the past game that that there just wasn't wasn't a ton of opportunities. I mean, I, I don't think there necessarily wasn't there. It's just kind of what we went with today. And so, uh, yeah, guys executed well. Um, you know, there was a couple times in the first half we had some opportunities to run it that we weren't as clean as we needed to be. Um, and then, you know, we're able to separate. But, yeah, pass pro was really good. And, you know, quarterbacks, uh, you know, obviously Caleb played well. Spencer came in and played well. And wideouts made a lot of really competitive plays. Yeah, we can talk a lot about Caleb, but I thought it was so cool to see Spencer come in, throw the touchdown pass, and then the coach to see the sideline respond like they did, and not just Brian doing it, but but Spencer having that moment too. Yeah, I mean they've again they they've seen what everybody on the outside wants to dispute, you know, so they know all the stuff on the outside is a bunch of BS, and and what they've seen is the is the truth, and they've seen you know guys working hard, not worrying about that, guys that care about the team, and I think if that wasn't the case, you wouldn't see the team respond like that. Now. You mentioned a couple guys that had big plays in the passing game. 
Uh, how nice was it seeing Mario Williams out there? Looked looked healthy, looked yep. fast, looked explosive, looked like the guy that you guys were so excited about coming into the year. Yeah, he was really good. It was good to get him back. We didn't know midweek if we would have him, um, you know, and so getting getting him back was big. Obviously, Marv made a ton of big plays. We made some just really, really good catches, uh, you know, some really competitive catches where we had to really extend our bodies. Uh, so guys, guys were good, man. But pass pro was good, and it was good to, to let loose and get some of those explosives. Can you take us through the difference having Delarin Turner yell out there makes for this defense to have his leadership and his knowledge? Oh, it's huge. It's huge. And, you know, he was still – there was a little bit of rust, honestly, with him. But, I mean, no, it makes a difference. It does. You don't have to shift guys around as much. Um, you know, he, he just – he's played so much ball. He's a leader. He's a great – he's a physical player. Um, no, so, I mean, having him back, having having Graham back today was was huge. You know, we played Lawrence at a little bit of corner. Thought he did a nice job out there. Um, so, yeah, it was, you know, Redmond back was big. And so, and those guys, you know, that all came back, they'll get better. I mean, there's still a little bit of rust after missing that much time, but it, but you could feel the impact. I mean, you knew, especially when Columbia went, went out, put them in an odd place offensively, tried to run it a little bit. And you look at Sir Roderick Thompson and Taj Brooks, two good backs combined for 41 yards rushing. I mean, you got to be really pleased with the way that that defensive line controlled a Pretty solid group from Texas Tech. No, it is. It's a good group up front that they've had. They've run the ball well. Uh, Thompson, especially, is such a good runner. Um, that that was, you know, we we knew we had to try to, to limit him. And uh, so, no, that's. I, I thought we did. We did a great job. We made some huge plays on key downs. Obviously, got the turnovers. Um, just a really, really, really good defensive effort. Coach, I know we catch you long, but it's bye week next week, so you don't have to worry about us. <laughs> what's what's the goal now for this team now going forward with the bye looming? Uh, just just keep growing. You know, this is. Everybody wants to define you at this point of the year. Man, there's a lot of year left. I mean, this is the best part coming up. So we got to keep growing, keep getting better, have a productive bye week, continue to get back uh, a couple more pieces to this and uh, and go tee it up. Championship November. Congrats on the win, Coach. Thank you. Appreciate it. Our post-game chat with Lincoln Riley is presented by the Noun Hotel. Noun Hotel coming soon to Historic Campus Corner, where service, community, and celebration are proper nouns. Follow at Noun Hotel on Instagram and Facebook. Sooners win 52-21. Stats and more post-game reaction to come. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Brooks the back moves to the right hip of Columbia. There's the snap. Columbia looks left, throws, ball batted high in the air. Intercepted! Backfield! 35 at the 30, down the sidelines, and out of bounds! The Campbell Trophy finalists Back to pass, Williams looks, end zone, throws, end zone, Drake Stoops! Wow! Oh, mama! A spinning grab of the end zone for Drake Stoops! Ha-ha! Touchdown! Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma and OU Athletics have teamed up to recognize outstanding teachers in our classrooms and communities. Visit OUTeacherofthegame.com to nominate your teacher to be honored at an OU football game and win $1,000, 52-21 Sooners win. And let's go back downstairs. The guys are with Sooner linebackers coach Brian Odom. In the locker room, Toby, with Brian Odom. Coach, congrats on the performance. Congrats on the win. Kind of take us through what was working out there, not just for the backers, but for the defense. 
Well, I think it started with uh, preparation and practice. We made a huge emphasis on our practices this week, like we always do, but I think there was a lot more intent in our execution. Um, I think it always, uh, when we were able to affect the quarterback up front, that's going to affect things in the back end. Um, we gave up a few of uh, few um, intermediate throws, but I don't think we gave up any just huge explosives that I can remember. Uh, but anytime you limit explosives and uh, get pressure on the quarterback, we're probably going to be in, in pretty good shape. Coming into this game, you know, Texas Tech, a nice duel at running back with Sir Roderick Thompson and Taj Brooks. You guys absolutely bottled both of those young men up today. What what do you think the keys were to that? I think it goes back to what we just talked about and in, in, in our execution and, and how we're playing um, individually with you know with all eleven guys, not just uh, the guys up front, but all eleven being involved in the run game. Um, you know, we knew that both of those guys are really talented. Uh, they did a lot of good things in space against uh, other opponents, and and there was a you know just like always, but there was a huge emphasis on on being sound and and, and tackling, being a ta better tackling uh, unit, especially at linebacker. So just from an individual perspective, I know you've got tape to look, but anyone really popped today? How do you feel like Brian Osamo performed? Some of your younger guys out there, Stutzman, Whittier got a few snaps late too. Yeah, I think he played uh, five backers, and I think I think BA was uh, productive as always. You know, and, and we go back and look at the film, see how clean we were in terms of our communication, and and um, uh, you know where we were in terms of. Uh, are set in the front in that, in that nature. I think Deshaun played better this week, obviously a lot better than he had a, a week ago. I think he showed up with with a few tackles. And David was solid when he came in. You know, David's a very um, dependable guy. He knows it as well as anybody. He plays hard and he's physical. And, and you know, Danny and Shane are going to continue to grow. And, the, you know, they, they still have a lot of big things in front of them here uh, in their future. You guys are always preaching takeaways. You get three of them today. How, how good is it to see the guys make those types of impact plays that really change the game? Yeah, and if you do your job across the board, those things are going to come, especially you know in, in terms of getting pressure on the quarterback, that affects his throw. And if you don't get a hit on a quarterback, it still affects his throw if we're in his face when he throws the ball. He's got a short stride it on his stride to throw the ball. So it could be elevating the throw, it could be uh, under-throwing it. But if we get tip balls, uh, but pressure on the quarterback is going to be a big thing. It's not just the DBs. It's all 11 of us out there doing that job um, and able to get those takeaways. Bio, uh, before I let you go, how big is a performance like this now going into a bye week going forward for this team? Well, you know, I think that it's it's another it's another uh, obviously another win win for us in the win column, but it's also another opportunity for us uh, this week to go perform. It's just a, every Saturday is a measuring stick um, and where you are on that particular Saturday against that particular opponent. And then, you know, with that being said, we got to go back to work this next week and see how good we can get in the bye week uh, as we move forward to the next opponent. Again, every Saturday is just a measuring stick and how we can measure up against that opponent. And that's that's got to be our key focus of how good can we get over this next week. Congrats to the win, Coach. Thank you. Sooner linebackers Coach Brian Odom. The one pass is your one ticket to 80-plus Sooner athletic events and access to exclusive experiences. Visit Soonersports.com slash one pass for more information on how to experience the best in collegiate athletics. We'll take a break. Sooners win at 52-21. Coming up next, the guy, the, the son of the man who stopped by our booth in the fourth quarter, Drake Stoops, will join us. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Welcome back to the Sooner postgame show brought to you by Pipe Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get passed. Get Pike Pass. 52-21, OU's 9-0. After a win over Texas Tech today, one of the stars of the game, 
Drake Stoops. He's downstairs with Chris and Gabe. Ah, uh, yes, Drake Stoops. Dad made an appearance in the radio booth, by the way, really? in the fourth quarter. It was pretty crazy. That's but cool. um, with all that said, how special was it to get out there and make an incredible catch, man? I saw you and Caleb talking about it. He felt like he had to put it up because he saw the safety coming, but you just went up and got it. Take us through it. Yeah, I mean, I just I dove underneath the uh, the cover the cover three flat player who, who was spinning down. I thought he might have me press man at first, and then he, he fell off me, so I got I got skinny up that hash, and Caleb put it in literally probably the most perfect spot he could have put it, and I had to use all five, ten of me to, yeah. to catch that thing. So, Full extension, and there, there's going to be some people that have no idea what you're talking about when you're breaking down the coverage, but I'm going to tell you one thing. Teddy Lehman is going to appreciate that diagnosis of the play. <laughs> what did it feel like for you guys, you know, for the wide receiver group, just really getting the passing game going today? Just yeah. We talked to Lincoln about it. He just felt like that. that's kind of what the game was dictating and really leaned on you guys and you guys making plays against right. that secondary. Yeah, no, it felt good because, you know, they play a lot of three safety stuff, and sometimes that takes away the run game with that, that two robber that's hitting in gaps. But uh, getting the passing game going, it definitely felt good, you know, hitting our stride like that. Maybe first time all season we really hit it quite that well. I think he threw six touchdown passes, which is a record or something. So hats off to Caleb and hats off to everybody. I mean, we really spread, it, spread out the wealth today, and that's what we love to see. How cool was it to see that inside receiver room ball? Not only see Marvin yeah. get, but Brian Darby with yeah. the great catch. How did it feel pretty good, man? Oh, I felt awesome because those are just my guys. You know, we've been, been through thick and thin, spring ball, fall camp. You know what I'm saying? We spent a lot of time together. So to see everyone ball like that, it feels good. So did it feel weird not having to lead block for the run game today? For you? Like you were throwing around so much, you yeah. didn't run. To, did, did it feel like part of you was missing in this one? No, I, I didn't really mind. I like run, running routes too, which is a misconception. But no, I don't mind blocking either. I think I, I sacrificed my body on a, one of those pass plays. You'll see it later. But Nice. You know, you and I had a chance to talk on Monday and appreciated it. But I always enjoy getting your perspective on just where this team is because you're a right. humble dude. You don't want any credit, and you're all about team. So with that in mind, how big is this for this team to have a performance like this going into the bye? This is big. I mean, we definitely – this is something we can – oh, this is something we can build on, you know what I mean, and keep keep going up from here and, you know, just keep, keep our confidence up. And I think it's just good just because – uh, so many people on the outside, so many people that their opinions don't count. Everyone wants to have a say and say we're this, say we're that. You know, we don't even care about all that. And we're just going to keep doing ourselves and, and keep going out and playing our best. And when we play well, it looks like that. And, you know, that's what we're trying to do every time. You're the ultimate team guy. It's, it's no secret that the defense has been receiving a lot of criticism over the last couple of weeks. How nice was it seeing those guys on that side of the ball play well like they did today? Oh, I felt great. You know, I mean, I love seeing, I just love seeing everyone ball, and especially, you know, the defense, <laughs> Marvin. Uh, but, no, it felt good. Cause, you know, they they got a ton of great guys over there and very talented, very capable individuals. And so it was good to see them all put it together and really pitch shout-outs like that and shoot three turnovers. It's hard to lose games when you have three turnovers. Congrats to the win, man. Enjoy the bye week. Thanks, guys. I love that kid. He's tough as nails. You got to love listening to him break down plays like that, just awesome. spitting out football terminology. He's great. He, you know, one of the things that it's, I wouldn't say it's frustrating, but he, almost everything that he does gets, ends up being tagged with who his dad is, yeah. right? But forget all of that. If he had a different name, whatever, he's a great football player. He's an all around, does everything. Um, anytime you hear the coaches talk about him, he he does more than what's asked. He's a great blocker downfield as a as a receiver. He's a great route runner. He's got, obviously has great hands. 
Um, he plays on special teams, does any and everything that they ask of him. That's that You want a team that is full of guys like that. And listening to him talk, you know what he's going to do when he's done playing if he wants to? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, he's he's he's, he's going to be a coach. He's an X's and O's guy. <laughs> I right. love it. I love it. Dr. Tim Shannon, Dr. Mark, Mark Rebels at Orthodontics exclusively are proud to present the junior captains of the game. For info on how your child can take the field with your OU team captains, go to orthoexc.com. Folks, we only have one home game left in this 2021 season. It's crazy, isn't it? The Iowa State Cyclones. That's all we got left. We'll take a break. Big addition today for Oklahoma. They got DTY back, and it showed. He played well. He joins the guys in the locker room next. Sooners win it today, 52-21 in Norman. The Pike Pass postgame show rolls on next. This is Sooner football from Learfield. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Brahms Ice Cream and Dairy Stores, Farm Fresh for over 50 years, Chick-fil-A, download the app to earn rewards, Homeland, your homegrown advantage, Pizza Hut, official pizza of the Sooners, and by... Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Welcome back to the Pike Pass Sooner Post Game Show. Handoff on the jet sweep to Geiger. He's closed in. Handoff. Delaria Turner yell. Plants it back at the 19. Tech's going backwards. This from 53. Snap back, hold down. Kick is away. Plenty of distance, and it is good. The 10th career 50-plus-yard field goal for the right-legged rocket launcher, Gabe Burkish. Listen to Sooner Sports Talk presented by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue with head coach Lincoln Riley, Teddy Lehman, Tuesdays, 7 p.m. in Norman. Sooners beat Tech today 52-21 in Norman. One of the highlights you heard there, Delarian Turner yell. Back in the lineup today, and he's downstairs with Chris and Gabe. In the locker room with DeLarian Turner, yell, man, it was great to see you back out there. How you feeling? How's everything physically after a lot of snaps today for you? Yeah, for real. Uh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling real, real good. Uh, <laughs> always a good feeling to be able to get back with the guys, you know, because every Saturday that I didn't get to play, uh, I was kind of acting like the coach, you know. <laughs> I, I wanted, I wanted to ask the coach to step for a headset just to feel more involved, but you know, that's a conversation for another day. But uh, you know, I, I miss playing with the guys, miss going to war with them. So it was, it was good to get back. The three takeaways. Right, mm -hmm. that has to feel good. I know that's something that the staff preaches, and that's something as you being, you know, the vocal leader on that defense, like that, that has to be very encouraging to preach something like that throughout the week, and then go execute it that way on on the field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, because during the week, you know, well, for the past few weeks, you know, we've only been getting one takeaway, and like Coach Grinch told us today, I think it was today that, um, you know, just getting one takeaway won't be good enough to get the job done. Oh, he told, yeah, he told us at halftime that just one takeaway wouldn't, wouldn't get the job done. So, you know, uh, whenever he says things like that, you know, we try to go out there and put it on tape. So it was, all, it was good to get those other two takeaways in the second half. Two more and we'll get you out of here. This might be a bit of a reach of a question, but did it give you some good perspective <laughs> to watch a few weeks? Or I know you want to be out there. <laughs> big reach, right? But, 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 was it good, <laughs> but was it good perspective to, to learn and, and see things a little bit from a unique perspective? 
Wow. Jamming. Bri Brian out some more bringing the jams, huh? <laughs> Look at him. Okay. The funny, <laughs> the funny thing is, you knew exactly who it was before they even came exactly, down the hall. Exactly, exactly. He does that at the team hotel. Yeah, and on the bus every, every yeah, all just, the time. It's just like, man, yeah. he's getting that Halloween party started early. <laughs> but, yeah, um, you know, with me being able to be out a few weeks, uh, I, I kind of I try to look at everything as as a positive from positive from a positive standpoint. So with me being able to you know step away from the game a little bit and you know try to see like how how are guys doing this, how are guys doing that because you like I said one of the previous interviews that you never you never conquer like you never just learn football like you have to continue to learn day in and day out. So you never like overcome that. And so. I, while I was out, you know, I was still learning things, still in the meeting room, taking notes, and just watching the guys perform. And like I said, I try to look at everything from a positive standpoint. So me being out, I feel like it helped a lot. Last couple of weeks, I think you'd agree, it hadn't hadn't been up to your guys' standard mm -hmm. on the defensive side of things. Just how much better do you guys feel after playing well like that? You know, play, playing some good football, forcing the turnovers, flying around physical. I just, mm -hmm. I imagine you guys just feel a lot better about what you did on the field. Right, yeah, right. We feel we feel a lot better, you know, after this game. But uh, like the coaches always talk about, when you're at Oklahoma, it's a standard. And so whenever you play under that standard, you're going to hear about it and you're not going to feel – you're supposed to feel good after every win, but you're not going to feel as good just because you know that you didn't play up to the standard. Like for today, today, for example, you know, people on the outside may, may think that, oh, the guys played great. But within these walls, like, we know that that's a standard. And if we didn't play to the standard on Monday, we will, we will hear about it. Congrats to the win, man. Appreciate yes, sir. You. Thank you. I'll tell you, Teddy, one thing that Delarian Turner yells absence from the lineup, I think, showed us is just exactly how valuable he is to this football team. There's no doubt. Yeah. He he is, and I've been talking about it for several weeks now, how good he is before the snap, um, getting everyone lined up, communicating, adjustments, uh, shifts, motions. It's it's one thing to to see it and react to it, but the good ones are able to communicate it before it happens and anticipate it before it happens, and get everyone moving in the right direction, uh, you know, before you really need to. And he does that, and you could tell that everyone was, you know, for the most part, people were in better position today on the football, and that comes from pre-snap alignment. And the other thing is, I think he's the best tackler on the team. Uh, he's physical. He'll bring the hat. He wraps you up. He comes with the purpose. He's confident. Um, so he makes a lot of those plays, a lot of those tunnels and bubbles and, and plays out there on the perimeter that, you know, a lot of times recently people have been stepping through some of those tackles and getting big yards on. He comes up and ends it before it ever gets started. And that that's ton. That, that means so much in some of the down and distances and getting people in third and long. The Whataburger Pico de Gallo Burger is back. Two fresh all-beef patties, melty pepper jack cheese, creamy cilantro lime sauce, and fresh Pico de Gallo. Yes, a whole lot of fresh meats, a whole lot of flavor here for a limited time. How did Alex Grinch feel about his defense's effort today? We'll hear from him next. 52-21 the final Sooners win today. And Norman, they're 9-0. This is Sooner football from Learfield. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. 
Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows all states to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Taco Mayo. Big appetite, bigger savings. Download and save today. And by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. This is the Pike Pass Sooner postgame show. You can send your questions to Sooners at ou.edu or tweet them to at OU on the air. It's time to talk Sooner football. Snap, Smith, back to pass. Looking right, throws middle. It's incomplete. Intercepted. Justin Broyles. And the Sooners have their second pick of the day. Right guard Eric Swenson in the game. There's a snap from the 43 play action. Williams, deep drop, looks deep, throws deep, looking for Mims. Got him! Touchdown! One play! Pater! Marvin Mims! 52-21, your final today in Norman, all Oklahoma. Sooner defense better today, at least we thought so. Let's see what Alex Grinch had to say about it. He's downstairs with the guys. Down here with Alex Grinch. Coach, congratulations. Was uh, You feel better about the performance here today than the last couple weeks? No, I think I, I think so. I mean, I, I think clearly, uh, you know, we've talked about not playing up to, to any standard, you know, in previous, you know, in the last couple weeks. Very fortunate to get wins. Um, but, no, I, I thought just the uh, – uh, th- there was more execution. There, there was more. There was more better football as you look at it. And I, you know, we'll turn on the film and be just as frustrated as we always get. I mean, it's kind of how how it works. But um, no, d- you know, to, to highlight with some takeaways and and, and you know, it's, it's still uh, you know uh, some missed opportunities. You know, with the ball in the air and some of those things that, that we, we we continue to uh, um, you know get, get just find ways to, to make more plays. I think there's more plays out there. Leaving some plays out there on. on uh, uh, you know, each each Saturday, but uh, which which sometimes happens. But no, I I, I pleased with the performance, and to, to be nine and zero is is very rare. And so we're going to make sure that uh, we enjoy it. We just talked to DTY, and he said that at halftime you were telling them, "Hey, one takeaway. That's that's not good enough." After giving the guys that message. How nice was it to see them produce two more takeaways in that second half? No, I, I think it's huge, and I, I think you know you. You know, so much of what you do is you, you know, you have these conversations over the course of a year's time. You know, when the, the group comes back in January and says, "This is what we want to be in 2021," and then you have your 15 practices in spring. You got summer. You got fall camp, and then the, the season starts. You know, you, you got to be honest whether or not you're checking those boxes or not. I mean, that, that's just the reality of it. If you're not, then they say, "Well, we got to, we got to do something about it. We got to throw work at it." Then we had a better work week overall. Um, I think the guys would echo that, um, which, which is, is, you know, that's not. Uh, Kudos to coaches. The frustrating part is why, why did it take eight weeks to have a good practice, you know? So, anyway, the uh, um, but we, we, we was pleased with that. You know, our, our, our chief goal to, is to get the ball back to the offense. That's it. That's why you take the field. And so, um, you know, we, we got we to string, a, you know, several games in a row here at the, at the end. It would be a, a real tell uh, in terms of how this November goes for us. It would be that takeaway count. Seemed like we had hands in the passing lane more. Was that a focus this week, or is that just something guys should have been doing all along? Well, no, I, I think it's, it's, they have an impact on that play somehow, some way. Whether, you know, they, they catch a ball, get to the point of attack. The point of attack moves when the, the ball carries moving. But uh, you know, that, that, that's something that uh, we've we got to find more plays. And if I get blocked as a defensive lineman or a linebacker who's blitzing, you know, still have an impact on the play. It might be you know, running on offensive lineman back ends to the quarterback. You know, it, it just it affects it. You know, don't, don't ever assume 
that what you're doing on that that given down doesn't have an impact on it. You know, even if you're you may not be making a tackle or sacking the guy. We saw Key Lawrence do some really good things last week in Lawrence, and now playing a little bit of a different position, gets his first action at corner, made some nice plays. What what did you think of what you saw? I know you haven't been able to review the film yet, but what did you think of what you saw from Key? You know, and you know the decision to play him a corner, uh, you know, really stemmed from the fact that you know Delarum was uh, you know healthy again, and we said you aren't the right to be a starter in this program, and, and so we're going to find a spot for you. So you either uh, you know say you're going to play the best eleven guys, and, and you don't mean it, or you're you're going to hold yourself to it as coaches, and so. Um, you know, I thought he held up pretty pretty well. I think there's a couple of other opportunities that uh, I think he'll he'll, he'll make. I, you know, it's something I was in evaluation tools in terms of you know who, what, when, where, and, and all that stuff when it comes to depth and that. But uh, I was pleased, uh, you know, overall with first action. Go, go play every snap at corner. You know, uh, week week nine of the season, um, and and uh, um, so no, but been pleased with him. And again, like I said, he earned the right to be a starter, and we're gonna find a spot for him. Two more quick ones. We'll get you out. Have you seen that desire from some guys that maybe were seeing snaps and saw them limited today to want to get better, to want to improve and say, hey, I, I, I belong back out here? Have you seen that from some of those young guys? Yeah, and, and I think it, it, it's ongoing. I, I think, uh, you know, sometimes early in the season when, you know, you make such an emphasis to rotate to try to give those guys opportunities, you know, eventually there, there's there's that breaking point where you say, are you taking advantage of those opportunities? And, and um, you know, it, it uh, and several guys have. And then in other instances, you know, maybe they haven't. And so the, the message is practice better. When you get those opportunities, play better. Um, and one of the things that we talk to those guys all about is everything's an evaluation. You know, your, your body language, your demeanor, how you practice on a Tuesday, how you handle meetings, how you run down on kickoff. Or you, you didn't think I was getting evaluated. You know, you don't get to make those decisions type of thing. And so, no, I think it, there, there is a message. You know, tryouts are over. This is November. You know, we, we just you know, played uh, nine straight weeks of, uh, um, you know, up and down football. And then uh, the expectation is uh, we got to bring it home here at the end. Nine straight weeks, you mentioned it. Now heading into a much-deserved bye week. Moving forward, these next two weeks, what's the main goal for your defense? Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, just to, to hopefully move on, on some, you know, level of an upward trajectory. I think our, our best football is still out there. I, I really do. Um, I, I think there's evidence of that in each individual guy. If you, if you stack their plays over the course of their careers, I think that that's, that's, that's true. I don't think that's wishful thinking as a coach. Um, you know, some, sometimes uh, uh, as a coach, you know, you have a tendency to you know try so hard to you know sp spin, you know, do the spin job and say that uh, you know, everything's going to be fine and we're just going to it's going to get better, it's going to get better. And I, I think in, the, in this particular instance, I, I think it's it's valid. I think it's I don't think we're reaching. I, I, you know, we we got to put it together though. Um, and, and so I think it just uh, you know the opportunities to get on the field, we got to take advantage of them. And, and obviously we have some great teams to to, to play here at the end and. Uh, um, you know, making sure that, that that focus and determination and and the intent. I think that's the biggest thing I saw this week. Just an, an intentional practice, um, and and um, so uh, we'll, we'll continue to, to swing the bat uh, during during the course of work week. Well, we've talked to you after each game. Been a couple frustrating weeks. Mm -hmm. Last couple weeks, nine and zero. Nine and zero. How's it feel? Well, it feels great. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, you, you never want to lose sight of that. The chief goal every week is to win, and and uh, you know you. you uh, uh, the, the standard of Oklahoma is very, very high, and that's what you signed up for. And so you've you got to be willing to have, you know, some uh, uh, call it a sad face after win. That's that's what you sign up for, and then and, and we're okay with that. And and um, but uh, no, we're uh, we're thrilled to be nine and zero. I don't think there's many teams out there that that, that are and uh, um, do everything over the next two weeks to try to make it ten. Congrats on the win, coach. All right, thank you. Whether you rent or own, Geico makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Having a home is hard work. 
So get a quote at Geico.com. That's easy. 52-21 Sooners win. We're not done yet. Marvin Mims had a day. He's coming up next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. head back down to the Victoria Sooner locker room. Let's finish looking at our final stats brought to us by Taco Mayo. Big appetite, bigger savings. Download and save today. Individual numbers, Caleb Williams goes 23 for 30 today. 402 yards, his biggest day, passing by far. Six touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked once. That was on the second play of the game. Spencer Rattler goes five for five, 67 yards and a touchdown. Teddy, you said after the game there's got to be a quarterback controversy. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just Spencer Rattler, it was a good job coming in, though. Uh, didn't get a whole lot of time, but he made uh, really good work of what he did have. Kennedy Brooks, eight carries, only 35 yards. Marcus Major, five for 29. Good to see him back. No, it is. I, You know, he did have that fumble. It went out of bounds. It didn't cost us anything. But I'd like to see him as that closer role where he comes in late, Fourth quarter, some some critical runs, being able to come in fresh against the defense that's been playing the entire game. But the one thing that you've got to do in that spot is prove that you will not turn the football over. You've got to hang on to the ball there. But otherwise, I thought it was impressive. Mario Williams, five catches, 100 yards, his first 100-yard game in a Sooner uniform. He had a touchdown. Marvin Mims, four for 135 Two touchdowns for him. It is one off his career high. He had a 136-yard game last year. Drake Stoops, three catches, 57 yards. His first touchdown of the season. Jaden Hazelwood, three for 40. And Austin Stogner back into the end zone today. Braden Willis had his first touchdown catch of the season. Deshaun White, Pat Fields tied for team high honors and tackles with eight apiece. We go back downstairs. The guys are with the aforementioned Marvin Mims. They'll be down here with Marvin Mims. Uh, first of all, we just talked to Alex Grinch, and the last question might have been the best one. 9-0. How does it feel to be 9-0, man? Feels good, you know, especially at this level. You, know, you can't really take any games for granted. You know, college football is the hardest thing, but um, being 9-0 with these guys, I mean, even last week, you know, a lot of guys said it. I've never been 8-0, and now we're 9-0, so we're just keeping the ball rolling. Did you think he was going to catch you? Uh... You did. I saw you look at the video board. You thought you thought he was going to catch you. He was coming. I was looking at the video board. I didn't know when he was going to get me, but I didn't know if I was going to make it there in time or what. But um, luckily, I tripped in the end zone. So we've had Kale in here. We had Drake in here. Now we get you. Inside receivers dominating. How cool was that feeling today, knowing how small that room is and how tight you guys are? I mean, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, the relationship we have in that room with me, Drake, Darby. Darby had the huge catch um, at the end of the game. I mean, we work our butts off, so it's just nice to see uh, each and every one of us making plays out there, getting the opportunity to go out there and do it. Right, so you, you guys made the quarterback change a couple weeks back. Do you feel like you're developing some better chemistry with Caleb Williams, right? It seemed like he was more comfortable in the pocket today, a little more efficient with what he was seeing from the defense and, and really spread it around for, to all y'all. Yeah, I mean, he had one heck of a game. I mean, what, four touchdowns in the first half? I mean, that's crazy. You know, he, he went out there and balled out, and I'm, I'm pr- proud of him, happy for him. But I think it's uh, more the way we prepared for this week. You know, the preparation, everybody was locked into it, especially after the last week. You know, we wanted to come out here, kind of show the league what we were capable of. What do you think locked everyone in? Um, Man, basically just self-reflection, huge self-reflection at ourselves, sitting there and talking like we're way better than what we're putting out on tape. You know, we can't pe- put this on tape, that on tape. We need to show who we really are. And I feel like that this week, I mean, of course, there's some mistakes on the film. There's always going to be mistakes, but I feel like as a whole unit, I mean, this is probably the first time we've probably played all four quarters 
together. We talked to Drake about this. I, you guys throw it all around the yard today. Didn't run it a lot. I, did you miss your run blocking? I know that's the fa- your favorite thing to do, man. Man, I mean, I don't know. I feel like if I say I didn't miss it, I get in trouble by the coaches. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they're throwing the ball all around the yard today. Everybody was making plays. I mean, it was great. It was fun. And, and then, you know, the final thought for me, to have this bye week to heal up, but also it's not truly a bye because you're still grinding. you got your game planning. What for you, Marvin, is, is the next few weeks like? What do you want to accomplish? Man, I mean, you know, we've gone nine straight this next bye week. I mean, I want to get my body back, you know, get mentally right, you know, just kind of block out everything, you know, for at least a couple of days, you know, two or three days just to, you know, regain myself, you know, come back better for the team because the next three weeks are going to be, you know, tough, good three weeks. What's the Halloween costume? Man. Man. All right. So I have, like, two options. Okay. Walk us through. I was going to wear a white shirt and then uh, black jeans and then some shades. And I was going to be, like, one of the three blind mice. Not bad. It's classic. Not bad. Classic. And classic. I also have, like, okay, this. Let's, I have, what's option two? Uh, it's really probably option one, but I have, like, this one, like, Tigger onesie from Winnie the Pooh. That's it. That's not. I mean. So, I mean. No offense to the three blind mice. That's classic. Be it. But come on. <laughs> come on. Yeah. We'll enjoy Halloween in the family, Marv. Congratulations. Uh, congratulations on the win. Thank you. Marvin Mims, two more TDs today, Teddy. I need a mid-first bank player of the game. Isaiah Thomas. Really? Yeah. Yep. Um, think Caleb Williams obviously had a huge day, but gosh, he's been player of the game every every week, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, uh, he had a tackle like for it. loss on the first series. He had at least one pass defended at the line, batted down. I think it was two. He had a sack, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery. That's a That's pretty a productive day. day. That is a big day. I like it. Outside the box thinking by mm-hmm. you. I like it. MidFirst Bank presents our player of the game. MidFirst Bank is a premier partner of OU Athletics and your exclusive home for the OU Visa debit card and OU Rewards credit card. Visit midfirst.com slash Sooners for details. Midfirst Bank is true to your money. Member FDIC. If you would like to ask Teddy why he won't give Caleb Williams any credit, <laughs> you can follow him on Twitter. <laughs> At Ted Lehman 11. I, I, I will whenever Lincoln will. <laughs> okay, okay? Very good. that's my excuse. We're not done yet. More postgame reaction to come. Sooners win at 52-21 in Norman. This is Sooner football from Learfield. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Allstate. Score savings worth celebrating. Championship savings for the win. Welcome back to the Pike Pass Sooner postgame show. First and ten, back to pass, looking deep. Williams looks right, throws right, caught it. Mario at the 30, turns it up. He's to the 25, swim move down to the 24. Snap, he's going to throw. Looks left, looks back right, he's running, directing traffic, throws, in zone, stop, they're wide open, touchdown! It's half a dozen for Superman. 52-21, Sooners win it today over Texas Tech. Sooner fans, come visit the best place to gear up on your favorite OU products, the Sooner Shop, the official fan shop of OU Athletics, located on the west side of Owen Field. Monday to Saturday, 10 to 5, Sundays, 10 to 3. Chris Plank joins us live in the booth as we wind down the post-game show, the Pike Pass post-game show. Chris, great job. Thanks, guys. Great job on the sidelines. Great job in the locker room. We Fun locker room. One more of your interviews to play. Have you done the seven-minute Alex Grinch interview yes, yet? we have. <laughs> How great is he? Oh, I, thought was, oh, I thought Marvin was fun. 
Uh, Drake all was of fun. them have been good. Uh, Delaire and Turner Yell was fun whenever Brian Osamoa yes. came rolling through with his boom box. Drake Stoops is fantastic to listen to talk football. Uh, but we need you for the injury report here. Uh, brought to you by Oklahoma Healthcare Authority. Apply now for health care benefits at mysoonercare.org. What do we got coming out of this game? Yeah, I think there's concerns about Jordan Mukes and the shoulder injury late in that game. He, I saw him walking with Chris Watson as we were preparing for our post game, and you could see that he was still in a lot of pain. So I, I know Jordan doesn't get a lot of snaps. There's a very bright future because Ted of his frame and his athleticism, a 6'1", 205-pound safety. So a little bit, little bit concerned about Jordan Mukes. Outside of that, boys, two weeks in a row where things look pretty clean Caleb coming Williams, out of today's okay. game. Okay. Now, that was scary. I won't lie. Whenever he had first been rolled up, took a pretty hard shot. When he came over to the sidelines, there was a part of me that thought, ooh, they might, they, they might have to take him into the injury tent. Never did. You know, they, they gave a thorough look at it, but he was okay. Oh, Key Lawrence. Nothing severe with Key Lawrence. Again, he just had that knee taped up. I don't think I'd ever seen that before. They taped up his knee, then put a sleeve over it, and he went back out and played pretty well. So, feel pretty good health-wise, Toby. Got some guys back today. Heading into the bye week. Yeah, it was good to see. Maybe a chance for some more come uh, Baylor. Yeah, I, I think, you know, Mike Woods was down there on the sidelines all game long. Cody Jackson, I think it was the first game that he was actually on the sidelines that he hadn't played in his jersey. Jeremiah Cradell was down there bouncing around. Would be nice to have him back. For How's some Max, depth. the photographer, Max? You know, I didn't see Max Topazer. I, I did not. So I, I can't. He cannot. took a hard shot on the sideline. What about the cheerleader Pat, down here? Have you played Pat Fields We're yet? We're getting ready to play Pat. He's Pat's. got an update on the cheerleader. He's got a cheerleader update Yeah, she for was us? fine. She was fine. I don't mean to ruin. To it's not a good tease. But, hey, I, I'll, I'll just add, it, it was great to see the positive attitude, but also the not content attitude, right? They're happy they won. They accomplished some goals. But there's no one that's <laughs> – funny, there's a high-five thing down, down there. No one's high-fiving each other saying, season over, we're good to go. You know, it's like it, – it, it, Alex Grinch said it best. No one signed up to be just 9-0. There's, there's bigger goals for this program. So it was a really, really fun locker room. Well done. My guys. You can hear Chris Plank on some show Yeah, I've got a, I got a post-game show in 30 minutes i got to get to. <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> best you in the business right there. Speaking of Pat Fields, he's downstairs. Hmm. Down here with Pat Fields, um, has had a great week, but caps it off with an even better performance, man. How'd it feel out there? Uh, I think it was good. I think overall as a team, we just came out. We really enjoyed the game. Uh, everybody was energetic. And I think if anything is the takeaway, um, guys were just excited to play. And then because we were excited to play, we played that much harder. And then you notice like, we just start, like more plays, 50-50 plays start going in our favor. You see like the big catch with Brian Darby, uh, the tip by IT, the tip with JB, um, and then, you know, the strip sack by IT. And then I think that's probably like, my biggest takeaway. We just have fun playing. You look at DTY being back out there with you. How, how much right. easier does that make the communication on the back end <clears throat> overall just the communication for the entire defense, having both veteran safeties back there on the field? Uh, I think it's big time, I and mean, it puts, like, the backers at ease, which puts, you know, the D-line at ease. But, you know, just having trouble out there, you know, he's a guy, he's super, super smart guy, forecasts all the motions before they happen, tell the linebackers <clears throat> what they're going to. And then, you know, people don't be knowing, man. We be helping the linebackers out, moving them around. <laughs> tell them what but, now nah, it's big. And then I think from that, just from a communication standpoint, then it's going out there playing. Like, dude plays 100 miles an hour. Like, we seen him with the TFL today. And then, you know, he – 
He kind of had like a couple misplays, but he getting back to the swinging things. But three two, man. <laughs> we call him Buddha. Good to see him out there. It was fun. Uh, good to see you get a pick. And I thought the coolest thing was you checking on the cheerleader that you trucked yeah. over there on the sideline. She was okay, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But take me through the pick and how big of a momentum change that was. Oh, man, I think that was, like, really all IT. You know what I mean? Sometimes we kind of get praised for, like, things that we don't do. And it's kind of, like, similarly with, like, O-line and run the ball. Like, the running backs always get the glory. But the O-line, you know, they're the really ones that made it happen. And then with IT, man, he got the pushback. He got the tip. And then, like, the ball was hanging in the air for a minute. I think anybody could have won in Cardi. You could have... IT could have caught it. <laughs> so, I mean, that's all IT right there, and I appreciate him, uh, you know, a 918 dude. Uh, that's, your, that's, that's your area. Of, that, that's your area there, Plank. Okay, last couple weeks, I mean, it's no secret. Defense has been getting a lot of criticism, right? And you're a veteran guy. You're one of the leaders of this defense. Man, how, how good did it feel to just have your group go out there and play some good football today? Uh, I mean, it was huge. Like, Coach Riley, um, and I think that's that's one thing, our, our, what makes our coaches so great is that, like, even even whenever we're not handling business, like, our coaches force us to get right. They force us to get on the right track, which a lot of people can't do. Um, but Coach Riley, he came and talked to us. He met with the leaders last Sunday after the game, met with the team multiple times throughout the week. And I think the biggest thing was, you know, like, the veteran guys got to play better. And then also we got to practice better. So, you know, all of us older guys, you know, me, IT, you know, CK, Trouble, having him back, JB, you know, we just set the tone in practice, you know what I mean? Like, everybody follows us, so we're going to set the energy high, the tempo so high that, you know, the practices are crazy competitive. And I think that was just, like, the biggest thing um, from this week. And that's how, you know, we've been able to come out, play great ball, get three takeaways, um, and then just, like, compete extremely hard. We, we won, like, a lot of 50-50 plays today. Um, and then, honestly, you know, they really didn't, you know, we didn't allow too many explosive plays. We just played great football. Two more and we'll get you out. One, how big is this bye week for Pat Fields personally mm-hmm. to hopefully have an opportunity to heal up a bit? Uh, it's big, but, you know, at the end of the day, I'm a football player. I love playing football, man. And I think I just try to be extremely appreciative and grateful for the moment because, like, I never really imagined myself being here. So, I mean, I would love to go out and play next week, but it'll be cool to go back home, you know, go check out my high school, go see my family and whatnot. And then, yeah, heal up. You know, I'm old. I, <laughs> I, I've nicknamed Pat Duct Tape. That's what I call him every time I see him. Uh, you guys can interpret that however you want. Last one, man. Caleb Williams, oh, pretty, pretty impressive day. Tell me he doesn't carve y'all up like that and on the practice field. Oh, I know there's no, less hey, good on good. Hey, I know there's less good on good as you advance through the season, but tell me he's not doing that to y'all too. Look, man, look, we why we nah. Nah, Caleb, Caleb is crazy competitive in practice. I think the same dude you see on game day, like you see in practice, in terms of him just running down, like, you know, you tell the tell defense, hey, y'all go give me the, the go, y'all go give me the dang on ball, and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to put it in the end zone. And, like, that's how, who he is. Like, he's fiery. You know, he comes over. Because we had a lot of competitive drives and, and good on good work this week. You know, he'll come over to our sideline talking trash and whatnot. And that's just who he is as a player. He's fiery. I think he has, like, a little bit of, of K1 and, and Baker in them, you know, and I've said that like multiple times, but uh, yeah, I think he has like a little bit of K1 and Baker in him. It's like, so y'all can interpret that and what he'll be, uh, you know, two years from now when he's heading out. I like how he edited himself too. That was well done. Um, one more? He, well, no, he just also, you heard Caleb Williams is only a three year guy. You heard it here. Yeah, first. I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> Pat Field, <laughs> congrats to the win, man. I look forward to working for you someday, bud. <laughs> High praise. Pat Field's got a pick today. Says he's uh, Caleb Williams has a little uh, Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield in him. Uh, Sooner fans going to like hearing that. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree, agree too. Final post game break.
We'll take a look at the scoreboard and put a wrap on it here. Sooners win at 52-21. When we come back, this is Sooner Football from Learfield. Sooners bring pressure. Throw is knocked in the air, knocked down. Isaiah Thomas jumps on it. Is it a fumble? He took it out of his hand. That's going to be Oklahoma ball. All Isaiah Thomas. Rattler, play action, straight drop, looking deep. Let's it fly for the end zone for Darby. He caught it! Whoa! A flag is down in the end zone, but this is going to be pass interference. Brian Darby with an amazing catch on a bomb from Spencer Rattler. Pass interference, number eight, defense. That penalty is declined. Touchdown. As the Sooners roll into the win column, game over. Final score in Norman on a Saturday afternoon. It's Oklahoma 52 and Texas Tech 21. Rattler to Darby, your Pizza Hut delivery of the game. No one out pizzas the Hut. Welcome back for the final time to the Sooner Post Game Show presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get past, get Pike Pass. Let's take a look at some final nuggets here before we go to the scoreboard. Uh, stats, Kelly. OU 10 straight wins over Tech. 17 straight wins over, over uh, overall, most in the country, five more than Georgia. Georgia now has won 12 straight games. Sooners go three for three in the red zone today. They are now 47 of 48 on the year. Still number one in the country in that category. Another fumble recovery today. That's 10 of them on the year. Isaiah Thomas uh, got it. They came in number two in the country in that category. And the turnover margin is now plus seven on the season, Ted. Plus three today. Impressive. Yeah, that, that's good. I mean, there's been years whenever we haven't turned it over a whole lot offensively, but we've still found ourselves in negative territory there. Uh, it's good to be on the plus side of things for sure. Oklahoma, 15 straight games now with a takeaway. Had three of them on the day. 17 straight wins. The seventh, seventh longest win streak in OU history. Oklahoma, 35 passes, 20 runs today. Caleb Williams started slow. He was just one for his first four passing. Had a couple of drops there, you remember, early on. Ended 22 of his last 26. Uh, two receivers with over 100 yards today. First time that's happened since they played Tech in 2019. C.D. Lamb and Charleston Rambo each did it. What was the stat again on the win streak? 17 straight. It's the seventh longest streak in OU history. Think about that. Yeah. 17 straight. There's there's hardly – there's not very many schools out there, period, that have won 17 sure. straight ever. Right. And that's only the seventh longest winning streak in OU history. That's just amazing. Um, yeah, they're, they're 30 away from the record, by the <laughs> right. way. Right. Uh, let's see here. 400 yards passing for Caleb Williams. First 400-yard passing game since Jalen Hurts did it against Tech in 2019. It's uh, odd, too, that that's only the second 300-yard passing game this season, which typically that's, mm -hmm. you know, almost every game for Oklahoma. So, and, and that's why it was so kind of odd to see the, what the statistics unfold the way they did, that we're usually a balanced football team today. Lincoln said we're throwing it. Rattler against Tulane was the first. Six touchdown passes, first Sooner to do that since Kyler against Baylor back in 2018. Uh, OU opened the game with a punt and scored on eight consecutive drives. Did not have a three and out today. Sooner scored 31 points in a row at one point in this game. Uh, let's see. Third quarterback, Caleb, third quarterback to have six passing touchdowns without a pick in OU history. 
Kyler in 2018 in that game against Baylor. Baker did it in 2016 against Texas Tech. Mar- quick reminder, he's a true freshman, so <laughs> setting a lot of true freshman records along the way. Marvin Mims, only a sophomore, but proving early on in his career to be a big play guy. He had his fifth career catch of over 50 yards today. He had his 11th career catch already of over 40 yards today, that long touchdown grab. All right, let's look at the scoreboard. Brought to you by Jana King, clean sweep of scores around the country. Second quarter, OSU laying it on Kansas, 31-0. Oklahoma State defense, we watched a little of that game up here in the box. Uh, They were punishing Kansas. Baylor beat Texas 31-24. Exciting game in Waco. Texas took a lead to the fourth quarter again, and it got away. It did, and I imagine Baylor, I don't know who they play next week, but as long as they win that game, you got to imagine they're going to be a fringe top-10 team, so that's going to be a big-time matchup between the two of us. West Virginia knocks off Iowa State. They score 14 points in the fourth quarter to beat them 38-21, or excuse me, 38-31. And Kansas State, no problem with TCU today. 31-12, to the final in that one. Baylor's got TCU, Ted, next week. Yeah. Probably on the road, right? It's got to be in Fort Worth, I would imagine. Top 25 games. Auburn leads Ole Miss second quarter, 21-10. to Kentucky on the road leading Mississippi State 10-7. to Almost halftime there. SMU undefeated, but they trail Houston second quarter, 20-14 to in Houston. Game of the night, Penn State out to a 7-3 lead at Ohio State. Late first quarter, Ohio State made a poor uh, clothing decision today. The red pants are regrettable. Notre Dame, North Carolina tied 7 apiece second quarter. Georgia, that defense, holy cow, 34-7 over Florida. Number one, Georgia will stay number one. And it was a late touchdown by Florida, wasn't it? That was a shutout for most of that football game. Eight consecutive games they've allowed. 14 points or less. Wow. Cincinnati got a scare early from Tulane, but pulled away 31-12. to Michigan State comes from behind to beat Michigan in East Lansing 37-33. That's a crazy comeback. I, you know, we saw that score early in that football game, and I'm sitting here thinking, Michigan State running team, they're not really designed for a comeback. Like This is going to be tough, and wow, somehow they get it done. Uh, Oregon blasts Colorado 52-29. Wisconsin beat Iowa 27-7 today in Madison. Wake Forest is one of those undefeateds. They stay that way. They beat Duke 45-7. Miami knocks off Pitt at Pitt 38-34. That's a surprise. And everything else is under the lights tonight. That's your Jana King clean sweep of scores from around the country. Let's take a look now at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events. we got a bye this week. Basketball, though, tomorrow. Drake, what time is that women's game tomorrow? 2 p.m. You get to see Ginny Baranchek's team in action for the first time. Exhibition play in the Lloyd Noble Center. Porter Moser's lone exhibition game will be Monday night, 7 p.m. against Rogers State, also in the LNC. Then they're about a week and a half away from beginning the regular season. No football, though. The Sooners back in action in two weeks. Two weeks from today, we'll be down in Waco and as we kind of speculated late in the game, pretty good chance that could be a game day uh, game. ESPN game day could be there. It looks like it might be the biggest game of the day in college football in two weeks. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. I, like I said, Baylor's going to be a fringe top ten team. There's going to be a whole lot of implications on the line, and that one's going to be awesome. This look at upcoming OU events brought to you by Kincaid. Coach, 
the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. Teddy, put a bow on it for us. What did we see today? We saw a team that's uh, getting right at the right time. Offensively clicking. Um, Caleb Williams continues to improve, in my opinion. He's always had the big big play ability, but some of the just the, the intricacies in the underneath stuff in the passing game, I think he's on it, and he's getting better every week. Uh, defensively, we're getting healthy at the right time. Getting Redmond back, getting Turner Yell back. I uh, feel like that had a big influence on the play of our defense. And going into a bye week, I don't think you, you could ask for anything better. The Oklahoma Highway Safety Office is a proud sponsor of OU Athletics and wants to remind you that drinking and driving is deadly and illegal. Together we can end DUI. Visit enduiok.com for more information. Thanks to our crew today. I think they're the best crew in college football. Teddy Lehman, Chris Plank, Gabe Eichert, our spotter Andrew Shepard, Dennis Statz-Kelly, engineer and producer Drake Dykin, Tom Shores, our sideline engineer, and Daniel Anderson back in the Sooner Network studio. Final score one final time here from Owen Field on a Saturday. It was Oklahoma 52 and Texas Tech 21. The Sooners are 9-0. Until two weeks when we're in Waco, this is Toby Rowland saying Sooners win and Boomers Sooner, everybody. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by OG&E. We energize life. OU Help, the future of health is here. And by MidFirst Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa debit card and OU Rewards credit card. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.